Welcome to Tea Time. Y'all ready? Welcome to Tea Time. Oh yeah. Welcome to Tea Time. Who listening? Welcome to So, good evening, good evening, good evening, hey, hey, royalty readers and tea timers. It is I, Jarek, a.k.a. Jarius D., your host of A Little Tea Time and your favorite published author's favorite published author. And welcome to another episode of A Little Tea Time. So, it is Thursday and we're getting closer and closer and closer to the weekend. I... I'm excited, and I just want to thank everybody who's tuning in. If you're tuning in tonight, please like, comment, and share tonight's show. I am also accepting stars, so if you can feel free to share stars, I would love that. And um, y'all, thanks for tuning in. And tonight, 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 I have the honor and the privilege of interviewing Someone who is going great places in this television and movie business. He is here with us tonight. And I am ready to bring in Mr. Jason Woods. So y'all hang tight. I'm about to get him in. Hey, Mr. Jason Woods to get in here. Gotta again send shout outs to everybody who's just tuning in. Thank y'all for tuning in tonight. Hey. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's been a long time coming. Y'all know, right? Welcome. <laughs> a long time coming. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting and for me to finally like have the time <laughs> to be yes. yes as i've already mentioned to the people you are definitely busy in the television and movie world i try to be i try to be i'm still in the process of you know making it you can say that i've broken in but i haven't really like you know it's a start it's always a start it's always a work in progress so I'm just happy to just be able to just try to have a career in the space that I've always wanted to have a career in. So I'm just I'm just very happy about that. Yes. Okay. So we met what like two years ago? Oh my god. I'm trying to remember no, wait a minute. We we've been knowing each other for a minute. Yeah. Uh, we've been running into each other at events. Uh, events and did you work with um work on situationships with Christy at all? I did. That's, That's why we first met. Man. Yeah. Shout out to Christy. Oh, you know she's having her uh, second annual storytellers event tonight. It is. I don't it is. I actually got that in my announcements. I was gonna serve that as my tea later in the show. 
Um, but congratulations to her. I know her event is kicking off yeah. tonight. So, hey, Christy Woodard, congratulations on Storyteller Hearts Volume 2. Congratulations, bestie. <laughs> um, I'm going to tell this story. I'm, I got to tell this story because when, when y'all met me, I was trying to act like I was not in the room when we all met on situationships. Um, um, you in the room. You. I was I was trying to be the low key person in the room that day, and when they started doing the introductions, it all just popped off. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I gotta send love out to C A Ratcliffe. That girl, she put me up on a pedestal so high that day in that room. You put. You know, I feel like you deserve to be on the pedestal because you do so many things. You like you don't get the flowers you do. I I feel you do so so much. You have run a little tea time for so long, have gone with so many people in the community, done so much for the community that I think you deserve your flowers. Like you really do. You deserve more of the recognition that that you have. That ass. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And you as well, because you you have been doing some major things. I've got to work on, like, what, three productions now with you? Yes, three productions. And, oh, I'm excited for them to come out. I'm truly incredibly excited for all of this to come. Yes. It, it's been a, a, a wild ride. It's been a wild ride. And I know that you you got your degree last year, right? In the in the business that you're working in. Yes. Uh, so I uh, degree in film, you know, degree from everything in the city. So uh, shout out to the Sun Devils. Um, shout out to the Sun Devils. Fork them. <laughs> and that in experience because I got that at Starbucks when I was working. Yeah. I'm so proud of you, too. I, and I have to say it on my show tonight. I am so proud. And I know I probably say it every time I see you, but tonight, on a little tea time, I'm so proud of you because your representation for LGBTQ artists working in this industry right now. Yeah. That's I'm heavy for someone. Else. Else. That's all I can do. I can't really be anybody else. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's just a pleasure to see people like us, LGBTQ black men working in this field and having to put it down for the culture where we are already stoned, sped at, and last in the line. And to see someone with your balls, because you got some balls, baby, and I live for it. And you have, we've we been in some rooms where we kept crossing paths and when we would cross paths, it'd be like the next day we were running to each other. <laughs> I gotta tell this story too before we get to your interview. So we was at the 70s birthday party. I wanna say last year. Yeah, that was last year. We was at the 70s birthday party. I'm networking, you networking, and I'm standing there and I'm talking to you and we talking to all of these people and coming to find out I'm standing here talking to the director <laughs> for the field. Oh, oh yeah. At bears. At bears. And yes. That we were working on um, the blue. 
the um the movie about the the, the dynasty people. That was where I was shooting. And and I was, was yeah, I I remember like we were talking for chit chit chatting and then like I don't know what happened. I think we there's a moment where it's like, oh yeah, I'm working on a set tomorrow. I was like, what set you working on tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and it just clicked because I was working on it. I was in the office during the time, so I was running everybody. I knew everybody on the set. So um, with that all around, I think it was like the director. Director, he's chill as fuck. Like shout out to Andrew Hyatt. Like he's the chill ass director, and I love him so much. And also everybody related to the like who was producing the show, like producing and all really chill people. So with that, it was just like I we just had to run into each other and we uh, I think I ended up introducing you to the director. Yeah, I did introduce yeah. you because you were shooting the next day. So I was like, you know, let me let me uh, slide in and try to uh make connections happen. I think I, I hope that <laughs> it was so it was so weird because we were at a 70s party that night and then the shoot was for a 70s film mm. so even when i'm introduced um when y'all introduced me to the director i was like yeah it's time for me to go i gotta see this man here tomorrow <laughs> and I eased the ass out of that so fast. <laughs> I eased the ass out of that so fast. <laughs> I didn't mean to make you feel like you had to leave. No, it wasn't that. It was like, I'm standing here talking to the very person I got to go and work with tomorrow. So I need to go and get some rest. Oh my God. I get that. And like, I really do. Mm. <laughs> and then, like, the, the day before, I had all of this going on. With my nose ring, I showed up to set the next day clean. Oh, you took out, yeah, I didn't even know this. But so you took out all your piercings, all of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, oh, you came like ready. Like, so I. Great things came from that, though. Great things came from that. I don't know if we could talk about that film. Can we talk about um, that film? Talk a little bit about it, but not too much. I think I think that these days. <laughs> I set it up on my AMDB page, but I, I don't necessarily know the release date like off the top of my head right now. I wanna say it's September. I think it is September. I'm gonna have to do some more research it's while not, we while we're here. It's, uh, the IMDB page. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram. I know they have social media, social media and stuff. I know they have the Instagram. Okay, well, I'm gonna be looking into that while we're here tonight. So um, the blind movie. Yes, that changed my life. That changed my life. Um, and it was just so cool to be on set that day. Like it was hot, but we had so much fun. You were shooting the. Bar, right? Yeah, I was oh, in like a couple. That bar. <laughs> Woo. That bar scene was so real. It was real on that bar it scene. Was so I was like, oh yeah, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, that's why I was so high. I was like, oh yeah, but you know, that's the thing about 
fats. Like, people don't realize, like, we be all, like, it looks like all cold, cool or cold and stuff, but, like, we, you know, like, we're cold or very hot. There's no, because they can't have the air. And I don't even think the air conditioning was building at the top. So it was just, like, all the way just, like, it was a sauna. And then, Yes, baby, it was hot that day, and I had on that brown leather hat. Mm-hmm. Trying to work it out. And you tried to smoke. You did. <laughs> it was light. I went home, and I told my mom, I was like, y'all can see me in this shit. Like, I went, like, I said, like, the next few days after that, I was telling people, like, y'all gonna see me in this film. Just, I can't tell y'all much about it, just... All I need y'all to remember is this brown leather hat. See that brown leather hat? That's me. <laughs> that part. And I think I got like, um, they had gave me like extra shots that day too. Snap, snap, snap. Show something for real. You're going to be an actor. I did what I knew I could. You know, just a little something. Just a little something. A little something. You don't act. You already see MC. Like you, you in there? Hey, just giving them all I got while I'm here. So enough about that. We're gonna dive into your interview. Tell my viewers a little bit about yourself. So, hi guys. Uh, if you don't know, my name is Jason. I'm from. You know, I'm from the group 318. I'm a filmmaker and photographer artist, all that good stuff. Um, I got my film degree from Arizona University last year. I, I am currently living in Baghdad. I'm, um, I'm fil you know, just trying to make it in the industry. Right now, things are slow, but you know, things will pick back up. Or later, so it's been a but I've been doing, doing this. Oh, god, I've been in the film industry since about 2018 because of film prize, and I've been doing like photography since about 2013. Oh. <laughs> feel that, feel that right around the same time when I first dove into this industry of acting. There you go, there you go, and I'm looking at um. IMDB and it is September twenty second. September twenty second. I am up to yes. twenty three. Yes. Wow. Man, it really feels like a whole like it feels like that's think about it. Like see something you hard on for months on end and it's oh, it's about out in like less than six months. Like there's a release date in sight. So I'm like, oh my god. That I think that's the best part about filmmaking is like seeing everything, like having like doing something from nothing is just like the essence of like so much art is like mm -hmm. have is just like idea in your and it film is a very collaborative process so it's like yeah you can try to do everything but it's like it's so much better whenever you have a team of People who are just like in the same like in the same ballpark, like who just love to make films, who love to make art, and just make it makes all 
all the different and that's why I really just whenever I try to make more films for my, like myself, I would love to be do exactly that and more people, especially people, like we as people and just like so many. I just I love making art that you know, speaks to people. That, oh, that gives people, you know, because a lot of people don't really have that artistic. Mm-hmm. That's, only, that's true. The only times we can like um, express ourselves is art. So, film and, and photography, most visual mediums are kind of like my art. Yes. And you bring something to the set that's different. Your energy is like electric. Your energy is electric. Like you're super cool when it's time for everybody to be quiet. But when it's time for us to, when we can talk, you are everywhere. I was like, I like working on set with Jason. Jason is good people. Uh, Just like when we were just family last Christmas. Mm, Oh my gosh, that was that was time. So that was one of the last projects that I uh, got to work on. Honestly, that time was so busy because so I've I've done another show. I was background on another show that ran for like a month and a half prior to that, and then the day after that show wrapped, I went on to the Christmas show. Mm-hmm. There and my God, that was thousand time. That was it was, time. It was. Hey, did you see that they featured that house on the news? It's wait, like, I don't. But is it a like, good feature or bad? <laughs> it was a great feature. It was a great feature. Um, no, the feature was the house itself. They used the house for like weddings. Oh. That makes sense because that's so pretty. Yeah, I had did a reel. Like, I had saw it on the news, and while I'm watching it on the news, I started recording it to make, to make a reel that I had posted on my Facebook and on my Instagram. <laughs> I was like, that's that house. Couldn't say what I wanted to say, but that was that house. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I said it to everybody I knew. I was like, that's the house. That's the house. Y'all see that house? Remember that house? Uh. Another experience that changed my life too. I learned so much being on that set for those six days. I had so much fun and I learned from every person around. And just to be a part of that cast and that crew, that was that was just it. That was it. We, you know, we live. I, I feel that. <laughs> like. There is something about being in that is just like, in for you know, for lack of better terms, black as fuck. It's that was such a great to be able to uh, be around a lot of black filmmakers because of the fact that like we don't we don't really get that much chance to do mm-hmm. to even. You know, be around a room of like-minded people who 
are black who are get to tell stories of you know of blackness or put in a like situation that black people. So mm -hmm. I am definitely part of that to to be able to tell the story. Christmas movies are Christmas movies. Like of course like they're 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 a lot, lot more I wanna say intimate, you can say. That's what because a lot of them are they come quickly, they get quickly made like for maybe like a quarter a fraction of like I'm sure that the budget for um that move that Christmas was like a fraction of the budget for the blonde. But like you still had to kind of like like oh this is a big like it's like even if it's like not the biggest budget sometimes you know budgets have for sure like all the that come with like not having that budget it it shows off how much creativity how much you lost with that so so i that that time and i'm glad alongside yes Okay, we got Tiffany Shine, who was also part of Never Alone for Christmas. She is tuning in tonight. Hey, Tiff. Hey, Thanks hey. for tuning in. Uh, and you just threw a little shade, but I'm not going to speak on it when you said that budget. <laughs> no, 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 no. Budget is some of the greatest things we have ever seen come from not having much. And a lot of people... But low budget equals no. <laughs> it does not. Pass. It doesn't. It, it really doesn't. Unless, like, cheap is a, like is something that you, you can make. You can make something look, look not cheap. That's cheap. That's the that creativity comes in. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, things may not have budget. Out. That was not said. <laughs> that was not said. Stop, stop. Let's <laughs> not. Let's not. It, it was not. Because I kind of like kind of thriving in that really stressful life. Because it's like you have to think about, think of decisions on the spot that like they, you can, things may happen the way vision could, but we're close. Yes. And we may not have like 25, $35 million to spend on, on this, but you damn sure we're going to have a great project, have a, a great output, and that's that on that. Make something look very, very expensive without it being expensive at all. Look at all of these luxury brands. That part. That part, <laughs> that part indeed. So we're going to dive back into the next question. When you are not working on films and television, what do you do for fun? Who child? So as of like, so when I'm not working on the television, I have been on to, to make more hobbies. So okay, so recently I've been on a kick on. So I I I I I watch I watch a lot of you like. I love content creation a lot. 
So I like I love just watching people on YouTube who are doing the same thing we are doing. Mm -hmm. The same things that big budget are doing, like high, high quality film and high quality content, and then just like for everyone to see. So I love that stuff so much. So I watch it a lot. Um, I try to basically. I'm just trying to relax. Like, um, I uh, do videos once in a while. I sleep. I love sleep. Um, that's something I realized we above. I feel like we have more, um, normalized napping. Normalized napping during the day because a lot of us are tired to work well. Um, um, so, yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I like to I like play games. Um, games. I just like watching watching YouTubers and watching uh, on TikTok, Instagram reels. Like um, another thing that I've realized I'm into is like okay, so I have to, I call myself hyperfixate on a lot. Right now, I'm trying my best to not like. Like take out a loan to get a set of Legos. I realized that I was a left hand back when I was a kid, and the fact that Lego has basically become a brand that promotes inclusion and diversity for everybody, no matter if you're like years old or you're like third, like forty or fifty. I'm just like I really want to try to you know, you know make like lego stuff and probably like make like lego stop motion content oh my God. so speaking of so i want to promote a little bit so this, this is like kinky uh uh production so okay the feature film oh, i don't know if you read it but it's called better than fine better than it's fine a feature film that uh stars paul peter and this lovely lady, I can't think of her name right now. She is a wonderful, amazing lady from Britain. Um, that film just coming out, or something coming under the Cake Babe uh, production. Um, reason I think the reason why I can kind of relate to that is because her son Finnegan, um, he is. Let me tell you, this little like it is. Talented, talented. He made basically like, um, like a stop motion himself, and basically like he was one film prize junior, like twice I think. Mm -hmm. And a lot of his stuff is like stop motion Legos. He actually first short film last year that got into the top twenty called In That one, um. Is about uh, kind of like a it's like a whole thing about, about like you know dating and like someone dating like a a gamer. It's it's so much I can't explain it. Can't explain it. But it's a really cool shirt, and it's the fact that like the, um, these kids are gonna be alright. I feel like if we give it, we 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 are trying to give access to the things that, that we didn't have as kids. Like, being able to have creativity, you know, make things like, you know, stop motion, live action, 
you know, films or, or make uh, anything in that creative space. And I feel like a lot of kids in Shreveport don't, like, some, a lot of them are starting to, like, in schools or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I feel like being able to help somebody bring in their um, vision of life, I feel like it being written to maybe further their future career. Love that. I, I, teaching is teaching is so great, especially if it's something that you really, really like enjoy doing. So that kind of goes off to just how uh, I end things of I like. I'm not making films. It's like I just there's so much I like outside of it. I, ultimately, I just like to just be active and just be present. Okay. Great segue to this next question. What inspired you to work in the television and film industry? Um, so music videos, music videos. My first music. So I always like how to make all of that, right? Um, mm-hmm. one show that sticks besides like you know you have to you know Billy Jean Thriller by Michael Jackson. Uh, Missy Ellie, uh, specifically, uh, the, that was one of my, my favorite. Or um, hit them with that was one of my favorite. Uh, her '90s era. Um, one video that I also is uh, um, in my house. Very All right, Tamia. That was one. Of, I remember as a kid being like, "Oh, I want to make shit like that." Oh, but at the time, I wanted to do music. I, like, I want to be a pop star. And then that transition to, you know, kind of be like a producer and all of that in high school. And um, that also just transitioned to photography. So, actually, when it comes to photography, I credit my mom. I credit my mom for getting me that and for um, helping me kind of like start up my interest in photography was already like, it was already kind of late, and the fact that I was like, I remember taking a lot of pictures and stuff in um high and middle and high school. I, I took oh god, I would take so many pictures like recess in the uh, time in middle school. I like I my old MySpace that even still up like was full of just like pictures and edits and went out in like in middle school and just like. Doing all of those like little trends and stuff, um, but uh, I do credit my mom for photography, which kind of was the gateway. Mm-hmm. Finally, get into and um, I that music videos in particular are an awesome part because you a lot of times you don't really get any internal and it was like. Is basically like it's pure vibes. Like having pure vibes. So it's like you, uh, you work with the artist. You try to, uh, you know, have something come to life. And whether high budget or like you know for two pieces, <laughs> uh, so I credit a lot of that to my mom and to videos for me getting to the industry. And then um, I. Also also got into the industry here in Shreveport 
kind of by chance. Um, a lot of people who are watching know me that we used to work at Starbucks, and that's where a lot of like, um, like connections is through being in Starbucks and being in that space. So um, what happened with Film uh, Um my first uh, film that I worked on for Film Prize was a little film called Creatura by, um, with Hugo Christian and Ripley Macron. Uh Hugo, he was um, the director, the director was the writer. That was my very first uh, film that I worked on for Film um, I worked on, it was like a little, there's like, oh yeah, come be on set, help out, be a PA. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I've always wanted to work in movies at that point. Anyways, I was like, yeah, I get to work on a movie. <laughs> Bad part. Lo and behold, I ended up like being the officer. So like, if you see about a lot of behind the scenes from that, that film and that film and a plethora of other films, sometimes that were me. So that were me. Um, in this case, last year, if you see, if you if you see dress uh by Clayton Henderson, I did a lot of the behind the scenes photography for that. What I could. I was also like in there as an Um but yeah, just like over time I just kind of like just worked tried to work my way in kind of break into that um that film prize like circle. And it's a circle. You've definitely been doing it. You definitely have been doing it. And um, it, it's it's amazing to see all of what you're doing. It's amazing because you're doing it and you're not <laughs> letting it up. You keep putting your foot in their neck. You must make me cry. <laughs> Don't, don't cry yet. Not yet. When you get your Oscar. When you get the Oscar. That, that part. That's what I found That part. So we're going to get to the next question. How did you decide when to establish your brand in this business? I honestly don't feel like I feel like I have a brand yet. I, 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 I feel like something that I actually struggle with a lot. Because having, like, we're in an era where everything is representative of everything. Like, themselves. granted, some, some people who are the, um, aren't the best kind of Y'all know who they are, but um, I just like when it comes to we, all of us focus so so much on branding, like so be like, oh, this is we put like brand and reputation is like so they so mashed together that like every time oh I have a brand. Maybe you just have your reputation that you're trying to monetize. <laughs> like, and I'm me trying to uh, monetize my I I struggle with that a lot. And I 
like like old old like self esteem when I was younger and all that, you know, has has a tendency to pop up every once in a while. Like it's kinda like you know, that you um just kinda have to just keep on keep on. If you want to bring brand new I say just like make sure you get your reputation first and try not try to you know do whatever you can to either not on it or learn the best media training. Like that. There are so many next who don't really add me training or really and I'm sorry. I I did not mean to cut you off. I feel <laughs> I feel kind of strong like I need I feel like I need more before I can start to be having a brand because having a brand having is bigger and after all bigger you get the more uh, susceptible to who you are because you are no longer just you you're a representative you're a representative of something. Uh, your brand is representing Like you're a representation of something. You don't really know it. That's why a lot of people try to put role model status on people who don't really need role model status and are not. They did not put stuff out there to be role models. In the a lot of these celebrities. That's that part. That part. That's the truth. There's a lot of, you know, people who are just going viral on TikTok. Is like, like there's not really a blueprint to, you know, to like, you know, bring yourself into brand. Have people don't realize that everything is gonna be a brand, especially you know, the more you put yourself out there as a, as whatever, or as a hunter, artist, whatever. Got that like that and what you said is profound um because we we do go out as a brand and we don't think about our reputation how your reputation is close cl closely connected with a brand so it, it's something that even that i'm still learning like everything i, I do it, i feel like represents who i am mm. so i have I, my goal is to do the best at everything that I'm trying to do so if I am pulled into a brand or I once I am a brand my rep and my name is already good within any every little community that I'm trying to push myself mm -hmm. into so I get it reputation reputation precedes your brand reputation and like that's the is our brand, and that a lot of because it's like honestly, like with all the things that are going, like we try to act. A lot of times, acting right, right isn't enough for them, and all we have to do is try our best to be that we can be. We it, like we aren't perfect human. We're, we mess up. We fuck up all the time. Uh, that part. We have to learn how to apologize and learn how to hold ourselves accountable. I'm still trying to learn how to hold myself accountable for like the things I know because it's like we're not human. 
done things. I've done a few dumb things. Um, but I know that I'd be the first person to apologize, <laughs> even if like to protect, like to protect, to keep the peace. I'll be the first to try to apologize. But I'm also like kind of like if I know I did something like right, or if I didn't, I'll be the I try to like defend, but like I'll try to like you know apologize and try because it's like you know like, like we're in an era where it can get you know scrutinized for a lot of but, um it's also so like we have to really just kind of um we we just have to you know kind of just make sure we don't or say anything that like you know, that because our words, especially the bigger it as you know, uh, creatives as people as brands, like our words, our actions do influences. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And that's a perfect segue to this next question. How have your priorities changed since you got into the business of television and film? Um, um every my priority is right now things are definitely I used to be like, oh, I want to be famous. I want to be this, I want to be that. But it's like, the older I get, the more I'm like, I just, just want to be famous. I, I, will, I would just want to work. I, oh, I want to work in an industry that I, I really love. I, I don't really like crave fame like that. I feel like I do, but I, like, I would love to be a public figure it like I feel like I'll get so tired of being a public figure. I'm like, ooh I don't I don't want like I just don't really want to um to clout chase anymore. Like because uh I know like, like a lot of people will try to you know chase try to try to chase clout and it's like that just probably that's something that we uh, a lot of we've all have done before, like whether it's like trying to uh, be popular with the cool kids or trying to you know, go viral on Instagram, on TikTok, on um, Twitter, or whatnot. Um, so I just really want to make sure that I and other people like us get paid fairly now, as compared to just you know famous. I, I, I don't really want to be selfish about it because it's like I'm still in my twenties. I'm still in myself, but it's like I don't really want to have. I don't. I don't. I don't want to be able to look out for not just myself, but other people in the industry. And that's uh, I want to like just we have to try to put more my more. More, you know, more joy, more queer joy, more, joy, more of all of the above. Like, try to protect our kids, like, protect our people, like, our queer people, our people, our black people, our DLC people. Like, try to just, you know, look out for us. And that's a lot of times you have to look out for yourself, too. Like, there's no shade to that. Like, like you look out for yourself too. Because right now we're, mm -hmm. we're still in the middle of a, of a pandemic that's not been solved. 
not nearly to the extent that it could have been. Um, yes, so that's true. Like, uh, his financial crisis. I don't really know that about it, but it, look, there's been like a lot of like money people who have been saying, oh, we're possibly in a recession. It's like, we, we just have to look at for ourselves. Especially with all of this, like legislation, right now that is actively hurting. Now queer folks and uh, anybody who is white and straight and get married. Like, yes. It's like, um, it's, it's, it's fucking me up. <laughs> Feel that. Feel that. Um, there's only so much that we, we can do, but there's also a lot that we can do. You know, just try to, uh, try to promote great brands, like, uh, people who aren't um, are good people, and if uh, I try to do does anything bad or as that, hold them accountable, not like cancel them, but hold them accountable. And if they act a fool, act them a fool, and try to uh, hold them and cancel. That part. Great segue to this next question. What challenges did you overcome in your journey in the film industry so far? Child. Um, <laughs> right now, I'm still part of my career. Um, I feel like I may have been a late bloomer, or so I didn't really get to break into any kind of. So, uh, um, I will say, like 2018 was great for film pride, but my first feature was blind. Uh, no, I lied. Technically, my first feature was uh, Incantation. Back in uh, twenty uh, directed by, uh, um, but my first feature kind of like going into full time and just trying to achieve your dream while still trying to make it. That's been my my main challenge trying to balance that because when it comes to you know so, um the film industry, there can be times where you have to be out. So like you have to like hustle, 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 hustle in order to, you know, make ends meet. And let me tell you, that is strange sometimes. Like yes. I'm like, I could, I could go back to like go back to Starbucks. I could go back to like, you know, go to a nine to five job like I my body won't let me do that anymore. Um but that's been the main challenge. And then trying to overcome my self-doubt as a creative show. Because like there, there are a lot of times where I I was talking to myself about a thing and one wrong move could like mess up my entire movement for like, I don't know it. But like there's some stories like I'm like I'm, I'm really do something like, oh I'm ready, I'm this one thing. Has mm-hmm. case to just like me laying in my bed and like eating and like to um deflect as for self care. Guys of self care oh I got depressed. Um that's one thing I'm actually there are so many projects that I want to do and, and um I've already directed one I'm trying to write to direct another. I want to put something in for film prize. 
There's some I've been <laughs> I've been trying to put no prize for for four years now. Okay. And well, I made then was ultimately the I made for film mind a broken boy. But I want to make something that I can possibly that's the and that's the one thing I love. Well when you need Need some actors or some background people? Just give me a shout out. Yeah, I'm rolling. <laughs> you deserve a real baby. You need the third to be able to have like your actor in check. Okay? Thanks. Um, I did want to talk about um about short film for a minute though. Okay. Um, it's called Broken Boy. It was uh, made right before that happened. So, um, the story of it came about. So, my original thing, like, I wanted to do this thing about a blind date. I was like, I want to do a about a blind date. A blind date that goes wild, that goes weird. And then, like, uh, it kind of went more towards, like, oh, well, I want to talk more than just, like, a blind date. Oh. And I just kind of uh, fell upon basically writing a story about um, someone overcome, overcoming trauma or has started to overcome trauma from someone they found uh, abused them. Mm. So, uh, um, it, this one, my film, it talks about. Uh, so S A in the uh, Black queer community, uh, especially as far as like people who are more masculine or masculine, and how um, we a lot of times we don't really talk about that. Um, it's like talk about it like assault can happen to anybody. No matter what. It's like we as queer, black, black queer, we are more susceptible to assault, and that does not get, and that does not, That's um, that does not get reported, and does not get um, as much attention as uh, That's other true. cases. So that, that involves that act, and um, I'll. It's won a few. It's won a few awards, like uh, mostly from like little small um, small festivals. Um, I'll send. I'll send the link. It's on YouTube. I'll send the link uh, to put. Yes. But um, yeah, that that happened right before um, right before COVID shutdown happened, and I feel really to be able to have that message. I remember um, the actors. They came. We filmed it in Dallas, actually. So the actors came in. Uh, they came in Friday. We uh, rehearsed Saturday and we shot all day Sunday. It was all in all. It was possibly like an eight to nine hours, which isn't like you know. Um, I'm gonna say is expected, but it's like good to have a shoot that is started and done in less. Mm -hmm. Twelve hours. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, 
that was um I'm really blessed to uh, have that be done. My uh, actors and my other uh, friend uh, Brandon Selman. He basically was the reason why um I got it. I had it like as as like a little treatment as a little short story for something that he's like you should the script. Got to kick my butt in finishing the scripts and um after that um everything just kind of fell into place like we posted like and all of a sudden like um sean lauren from dallas amazing actor uh from la and turned out like he was sagging i think he just put in a paperwork to get in the sag by the time he worked on so it was, it was like it was approaching his sag. Uh, that was really cool. And then I have a friend, Brandon, uh, Brad. He uh, found it about uh, the rest of the cast. It, it was a really fun time. It was a really fun. Time. Like I, I like directing. <laughs> like, I like directing. It's also. I can definitely tell, and I want to. I want to see your film. I want to watch, and I want to get into it because. That speaks to the heart of, I'll say, the majority of LGBTQ people of color. Mm-hmm. These stories are being told day in, day out, and they are not being um, taken serious. And I think, too, because of the stereotypes amongst LGBTQ people of color, and this is the Bible Belt down in the South. So we have to take all of those things into consideration that people are going to say, well, maybe it was supposed to happen, or we're supposed to accept these type of things when they happen, and that's not cool. That's not cool. So we have to be willing to tell these stories, and we have to be willing to get people's attention at all costs for these type of stories to be taken serious, because there are people of color, that are LGBTQ people, that are being killed for being who we are. <laughs> we thought that getting attention, but it's like we still are fighting. We have to be, and then here, here there are people telling us, "Oh, you don't need it. Oh, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, it won't that. Oh, oh my God." Maybe, uh, um, maybe woke them like pack it up, like throw it away. Focus them on. Uh, people didn't 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 use that term, and they took it away from black folks. <laughs> we need to start gatekeeping more. Like we need to start gatekeeping our like our like our like traditions and shit. <laughs> That part. <laughs> because like, it's so annoying that people have um basically just co-opted our like a lot like our culture essentially been co-opted so many times because it's like um I mean, you know because of slavery and all of that like we had to build our own culture so it's like like the fact that popular culture black culture popular culture is like it's so hard to that are just out mm-hmm. and I'll add more things that were are 
like made for us, by us, with us in mind. Like that, I love that. As much I love the authentic story that everybody, I guess that's like game for everybody kind of in history. But it's also I would love for just us to have some, or mm-hmm. and have a story that have us in it that people can relate to. Like, oh, I may not be black, but I'm also like I can also you know relate to those things. You know what I'm saying? It's the reason why I wrote Coming Full Circle and Coming Full Circle 2, Marriage, Money, and Mayhem, and Coming Full Circle 3, Somewhere or Nowhere. I am telling stories from the LGBTQ perspective that people are not familiar with. And it's giving voice to our issues that are not being seen. Mm. And I love the fact that I took this, this world and I've made it as big as I possibly could because I want to turn these books into films one day. Right? That's the plan. Once I get this third book written, I need to learn how to write a script because that's going to be the next step. Uh, oh, you have, a, you have a network of people you talk to. You know that, right? Yes, I do. I just got to finish this third book first. All right. <laughs> Once I finish the third book, I will be. Hey, I'm looking for a couple of screen play writers out there. Hey, Help me. we we gotta we gotta do the, we gotta do the thing. We have to put our art out there, and I'm so happy that you actively putting your art out there in the form. Of, yes. And I, I I need us to read more. We need to start reading again, like. We need to go back to like read a book, read a book, read a book. <laughs> like now, we we need more of that again. I'm like yes, I know fans have gotten shorter because content like TikTok and all that. But it's like I realize I I, I miss stuff. but doing research for scripts, I'm, I'm low key kind of miss reading. Like, I have time to do it now. I need to sit back and just read a good book. Yeah, uh, well, I have I have a couple of them if you I have a couple of good books if you're interested in reading some oh, fresh. I'm, I'm definitely interested in reading great books from my great author. We'll have to we'll have to chat more about that after the show. So we'll chat more. <laughs> Next question up: How do you define success? Ooh, so success is in the eye of the just like beauty so i define success as honestly for me right now success is like leaving a legacy having something that people can remember you for hopefully good and um something that really having a style having a having something anything a thing a piece of art that like uh if you die that people Remember, I think that's the end game for all of us. Is like we want to be able to have something that we can say we, we did that, like shit, and then people remember, recognize or maybe hope yes. you know awards or you know some kind of some kind of like recognition of the talent that we have, and a lot of times that we're not getting. We won't get that, but 
I feel like if someone's all like, oh yeah, I remember that stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Jarek is a great person. Jason was a great person. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of, I want to be known as, you know, an artist. I guess first and foremost, as someone who uh, tried to make art happen. And that's my vision of success is being love that absolutely love that and i agree um because we don't get our flowers for the work that we do as artists unless you have to be in the in the industry for years and years and years and years and years and years at a time to actually get the flowers that you deserve and it's people like billy porter who inspired me he's been doing this shit before i was born and he now is getting his flowers and he definitely i feel that like billy porter is a great example of like of how it'll take a long time to break out but once you break out you take that and run my Okay, only, 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 only gripe about this report is, um, it's about, okay, so you know, he was a poet. There was something I think about him over the rest of the girls not being nominated. Rodriguez and, uh, and India Moore, yeah, her name. And I, I feel like Billy Porter had kind of a tendency, like, I don't think he was, but I think he had a tendency to kind of talk uh, marginalized voices as well. Because it's like, yes, you are a marginalized group. You are an older black gamer. But it's like, you also know that black trans women are being actually fucking killed out of, you know, out of disproportion to all of us, like, even to us. And, I am happy that uh, I think he apologized for it and then proceeded to. Um, no, that was, I can't remember if that was him or Ryan Murphy that gave MJ Rodriguez her flowers for being the first uh, trans person to win, I think, is it a Golden Globe or an Emmy? One of the three. But um, other than that, I really do appreciate Billy Porter for, rep, for basically like repping for those who feel like they are, are always too late. Or feel like they'll never make it because it's like, you, I feel like with the amount enough drive, with the enough time, and sometimes it's just you'll make it in the industry. Like, um, kind of only put out as much as you put in. I've, I've realized, I'm like, if you put in enough, there's gonna be something. You're gonna get something back. Uh, yes. I hope that. Once whatever we, we put out into the universe, whatever we put out there, that um we get something back that we if not our flowers, something like some kind of you know recognition or validation for us. And we don't really need validation. We deserve validation. We don't need it, but it'll be nice to have. <laughs> that part because i totally agree it's it's not required it's not required Mm-mm. but it's earned and i think we've earned it enough and we're still earning it daily 
still have an approval. And it's like, look, a lot of us have proven ourselves worthy. Some people who have been working yes. for so long who are just now in their body. Like, we can take it back to Christy. I've known Christy for years, and it's just a fact that I've seen her work so hard, and she's finally starting to get flowers. Like, like um, yes. she had a talk with, uh, I think, the Robinson. I think the Robinson. Talking like talking to kids about the film industry, very engaged, very like like wanted, and just seeing her be successful, especially with like you know the web series and all of that as well with secrets like that. Seeing her and storytellers as well tonight, I am so just I'm proud of her. I'm proud of you. I'm proud yes. of her for all that y'all done. For the community as well, y'all be putting out, y'all be putting up for the uh for the community, like for, like y'all are doing the damn thing more than the goal is to make Shreveport better than it was. The goal, that's my goal. My goal is to leave Shreveport better than it was when it's all said and done. So, I'm just on my job. It's um, the next. <laughs> Yes, it is. The next question, we got a few more questions and then we're going to play candy or corn. What's the best advice you can give someone thinking about starting a business or pursuing their dreams? Oh, shit. <laughs> Talk about a lot of questions. Um, so I say for, um, for that, I say um, make, sure, make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. And no, money is not a valid reason. That's it. <laughs> if you're in it for the money, it's not going to last. If you're in it for just the money, it's not going to last. Like, yes, money can be a good, like, a, a good, like, deciding factor. It's like, it's not always about money. And that's, that's something I have to kind of realize in terms, in terms of myself. It's like, not everything has to be financially, like, you know, incentivized. Granted, getting paid for the stuff that we do is always going to be on the table. That's always going to be our thing. But um, yeah, no, I just make sure it's just sure you uh, you know, doing it for the reasons, and then once you get making sure that like get your shit together and like just be good people, be good people, and good things. And, and like that's all I can really say. And that's all we can say at this point. Love that. So tell me three things you would like to see better in our community. Um, and our community has not only in, in the queer community or in the black community. Well, in intersections. We're all here. Um, that part. So I will love, 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 love for us to um to, to normalize like being able to just, just like oh this is uh, something I gotta think about. I want us to be able to um really just exist without stigma. Um, I want us to try to. to do better by, by 
um, making, like, making, I guess, making more of our time. Like, being able to, you know, try to do more, try to give more, try to love more, try to promote more joy. And especially for those who can't really express that joy. Yes. Um, let me think. When it, uh, uh, I don't, that's, that's about it. I just want us to be able to express our journey, our story, our pain, our, our, our uh, trials and tribulations, our, our love, our positivity, our, all of us. I want us to be able to have all of us, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. We have to be able to um, see the beauty. Yes. The beauty and all the, the negativity. And not only like, you know, in the pain, but just we to express our beauty in ways that nobody else can. Even in ways that are like sweet to us and ways that anybody else do. Have that same, to have that same. To yes. Express. Yes. I skipped this question, but I'm going to ask you now. Yeah. Give me your favorite quote and why. Um, honestly, like, the one that always is the golden rule. Treat those away. I, I, I try to be, I, I really do. And I think I succeeded in that. But I um, always feel like I try to, try to exemplify about that golden rule. I know that is all to you and stuff, but it's one quote that always keeps you that all go back. Treat those away. And, and I guess that's why I always like to you know, try to put people on, try to like in a positive way, try to uh, network and make people aware, promote people <laughs> when I can, and all of that. Um, and I think it's that hopefully. People do the same. That part. Right. Love that. Final question, and then we're going to play Candy or Corn. What would be your wish for the next generation? My wish for the next generation is definitely to, um, you baby, use the resources you And I hope those resources uh, pay out in lots of money, lots of love, lots of. Uh, Great, great thing, lots of prosperity and security. Yes. Um, I want the kids to be secure in themselves. I want them to be financially secure, secure in their emotions, secure in their bodies, secure in their, um, and just being able to do this without fear. And being able to, uh, and and try and put themselves in ways that we definitely could. Like, mm -hmm. uh, the girlies on TikTok are just doing phenomenal things. Filmmakers on TikTok, so many people, things on live. Like, literally, yo, 
Miguel of all people. Yes. Sure thing. I remember when Sure Thing was a a free single from Starbucks, free single of the week. <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know that. Okay, so you know back always had a, like it was a free single of the uh, week, right? Where there's little, little cars you can download the little iPhone for free and all that. I remember me those sure thing being, and then like thirteen years later, because of TikTok, that he is now like that song is fifteen, right now on the Billboard Hot One Hundred, and it's been out since twenty ten. I was sixteen. I still listen to that song. <laughs> I, I still listen to that song. That song is still in my playlist like today. To this day. <laughs> so what you're saying is absolutely legit. Um, like the fact that there are so many things that, that as a result of social media has been coming back to uh, play. It, like I just really like the kids. The kids are alright. Um. I want these, like, the kids that have the talents that are able um, to just help them be able to be secure and knowing that they can use for the greater good, for any good. Yes, that's it. Please use social media for good, y'all. Use it for good. Because it's a lot that goes on on here. And I'm scared sometimes of the stuff I be seeing. <laughs> That's on my that caused the do I really want to like, like have a brain <laughs> and like I could just delete social media right now. And I'm like, nah. And that's the thing that keeps me here. As much as I, I would love to get away. I have right? <laughs> But yeah, I, I, I want the kids the kid I want the kids to be alright. That part. Now, stop with my favorite part of this show. Candy corn. Oh God! <laughs> I am going to ask you about these candies. If you eat these candies, you can say candy. If you would not eat these candies, you can say corn. And everybody who's watching tonight at home, please feel free to put your comments down in the comment section and play candy corn with us. All right. First candy up: York's peppermint patty. You know York's peppermint patty. I I. Good, like mint chocolate chip candy. That part. Next candy up, one hundred grain. Ooh. Ooh, I heard it. That a minute candy. I'll eat it. I that part. Snickers. Oh, definitely candy. M definitely. M uh, which one? Whichever you you like. Um, okay, so I can eat them all, but I my perfect chocolate. Got it. Mike and I thanks. Ooh, mm. you know, I used candy, I used to fill things up like it was like freaking. Um, I, I, I love nice. Those are my favorite candies ever. <laughs> feel that next candy up. Lemon heads. Corn. <laughs> hey, so, hey, I can eat lemon heads once in a while. But like, 
every once in a while, like I, I have to be, I realize I have to be the smooth sour stuff. Like I used to love sour stuff as a kid, but over there, God was like, let me, I, I don't have to, I don't have to have everything sour. Feel that, that feel that. Next candy up is Twix. Um. Oh. Oh yes. 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 And definitely candy. Twix is my favorite. I, I, as you can see, I I love, food, but like. <laughs> feel that. Gotcha. Next candy up is Skittles. Skittles is the go. Like it's an OG. That's my, I think that's my first candies as a kid. I think that's one of the first candies that I actually remember liking. And I hope you, I hope you say another brand that I really really liked as a kid. That like I, I really hope you say that. Sour Patch Kids. Oh. oh. <sighs> mm, I'm gonna have to go with corn on this one. <laughs> <laughs> and I just tossed that up there because I ain't thinking that was the one you would go to say. <laughs> okay, I used to like sour fresh kids, but I don't, I don't, I, I'm like, I can't eat, I can't really eat it like, like I used to. No, not, not, no, no, no. Feel that. Final candy, final candy is candy corn. Hell no. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay, it's not a hell no. It's okay, so you have to candy corn is one of those things where it's like peeps. Candy corn is peeps. You have to have, have them in the season. Otherwise you can you're, you're not gonna it is not gonna be That's it. Like that that part. I can only eat peeps during Easter. I can only eat candy corn during Halloween. Um, one thing that I don't eat besides like you know during Christmas, I don't. I try not to eat anything peppermint until Christmas. Peppermint tea, but like peppermint candies, I don't try to eat until um. I don't try to eat that until the holidays because like peppermint things like they signify. Oh, it's winter. Peppermint and Mariah Carey. That thing, that part, that part. <laughs> Those two things, they go together. They go together. They go together. So that, so, I, it's not a hell no, but it's like I, I, I don't know if on my way to get candy. So it's a corn. Feel that, and that is candy or corn. Thank you for playing. Oh my god, that was fun. That was fun time. Thanks, Jason. This is the time. To let people know where to follow you. Um, if you got some projects coming up, you can let people know about your projects. Oh, I've been waiting. So, 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 hi. So, I, you follow me, Jason Wood, at, at CSU Studio on YouTube. You can follow me at underscore CSU Studio underscore on Instagram, on Facebook. I'm here. Um, I also am part of. Okay, so one project that I'm excited to be part of. This is an acting project. So I'm excited to be part of. It's called Black 
but this is a web series that is about the black vampire. I think like not it's not like true blood, but like it's like true blood meets the wire meets um kind of like a strange except with a lot more black people. Okay. I am involved with this, uh, season two, which is in the middle of production. Season one is uh, already out on YouTube. Uh, directed by Director Fresh out of Lake Charles. I am playing a, a character named Donald, which, you know, we got a rep for the girlies. So I'm excited to be, have an acting role, especially one that's like, just in, for like a series that independently created by black people that just like you know is a like is a labor of love. It's like basically like you know being in the cast and through situations. Except like I'm in front of the time instead of behind. Yeah, are they filming that still? Um, situations. There's a rumor, rumor, rumor that there may be development mm. so who knows what happens mm. all right well we'll be on the lookout i will be doing my dig for the team as it becomes <laughs> so there's a rumor that season two may be, may be starting the development soon um but yeah like blood is that's on youtube um i think we start filming in july for this season and i'm excited to be a part of it all right that's my birthday month give me a shot if y'all need an acting i mean it's, it's gonna be a late so i'm like just go go down the lake girls that's what i think most okay okay i know that they were filming a new project here that i didn't know if you were a part of that project that they were filming mm -hmm. here uh, 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 it's being filmed at this point i'm waiting for the Jackson on, on getting building so we think we can start getting more projects done but you know I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say it 50 cent curtis jackson he's a cancer too just like me hey we would appreciate it if you take over that studio for us here in shreveport yeah. we can use the yeah i would love that and i'm hoping to fruition Yes. Out into the Dada, Dada, God, Jesus, it goes. Trinity, please, please let this happen. It's gonna, yes. it's gonna mean so much to the Shreveport that like we need it. Yes. With that being said, I gotta thank you for coming through here tonight. Um, had a great time. We had a great time. Gotta gotta be a little shady. I gotta be just a little shady. And I gotta send a shout out to the cast of Never Alone Christmas. <laughs> gotta send a shout out to y'all. Brits Carter and the crew. How y'all doing? <laughs> just <laughs> Wait a minute, cause he over there. <laughs> Just gotta put that little shade in for today. Shout out to y'all. Um, 
Hope everything's going okay. I hope everything's going okay too. Yeah. Yeah. You said it. I didn't. I just said I'm just gonna throw my little shade out there. I said I'm disagreeing. I'm disagreeing. I hope everything's going okay. So hey, you guys just check in at the house now. The church, we're looking for our money. <laughs> the church is looking for their money. That's all I'm gonna say about that. There you go. And, and with that being said, I am going to let you get out of here because I know you got more to do. And definitely send me that link so I can check out your film on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm going to give you feedback. Okay. So, please, feedback. please do. Yes. Mm. And I'm going to say this before you go. Thank you so much for doing what you do. Um, because me meeting you has changed my life as an artist. And it lets me know that I was right on track when I walked in that damn theater that day for hashtag situationships. When I walked in there and I saw someone who represented this community the way I represent this community, it showed me, okay, I'm right where I'm supposed to be today. and then to see you on the set of the blind again, I'm right where I'm supposed to be today. And never long for Christmas showed me again. I'm right where I'm supposed to be today. And um, you inspire me to keep going forward. You are inspiring me to get this next book done because I want these books turned into a film. And I'm just I'm grateful grateful to know you as a human being and to call you a colleague in this business. Do not cry, darling. Do not cry. Um, but you are one of the few people why I do the show. Because we have to give people their flowers while they're here and let them know that they are appreciated for what they bring to the table. Because you bring something to the table that not everyone can bring to the table. You bring you to that table and you are building your own table for the future that I'm looking forward to be a part of. So thank you, my friend. Thank you, Jason. Thank you for all that you do in this television and film industry. You keep fighting, you keep pushing them doors down. And when you keep coming, I'm gonna keep coming right behind you. So let's do this work. We're doing the work. Yes. So I'm going to let you go because I got to do this closing. And I love you, darling. You keep going. Much love to you, Derek. Much love. Take it easy. And I'm going to hit you up like right after the Bet. show. Bad. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. Take care. Take care. All right. <laughs> and, and that was my guest tonight, Mr. Jason Woods. Thanks, Jason, for coming in here tonight. Um, I, I had a great time tonight with the show. So, y'all know I have to do my closing and I have to spill this tea. So, happening right now, it started at 7 o'clock while we were filming a little tea time. I have to send a shout out to Miss Christy Woodard and her event, Storytell Hers Volume. Two happening right now at the Robinson Film Center. 
Um, I am so excited for her, and I'm so excited for all that she's doing. Sis, you keep putting it down. You and these female storytellers, y'all keep putting it down with these films, and y'all keep inspiring us to continue to do this work, all right? So, Christy, what are, you keep doing your thing, sis. So proud of you. Congratulations. Um, tomorrow, 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 I, I will have the opportunity to be interviewing this particular guy. And I want to shout him out along with Mr. Kadavian Baylor, Mr. Eric Francis, and the people out in Monroe are doing a mural talk. They are planning to do a mural on the basketball court out there in Monroe at the um, basketball court there. So congratulations to you guys. I know that they are going to be doing a great, great thing because I've seen the work that they've done. And if y'all are familiar with the work, it's going to be some great shit. So congratulations to you guys. Um, happening this weekend, Jose, a.k.a. J. Signs and Friends Lufkin Live Music Show in Lufkin, Texas. If y'all are out in Lufkin, Texas, do not miss that show. Shout out to you, Jose, my bro. You keep doing the thing, all right? Que pasa? Uh, gotta send shout outs to Miss Rena, Renee, Scooterman, and Shana D. Music getting ready for their play. Smoking Ace is happening May the 11th and May 12th at the East Bank Theater. I am so excited for you guys. Uh, got word that Just My is going to also be performing in this particular piece. So, Just My, you guys, congratulations. And I am definitely looking forward to y'all doing these projects. And um, I'm just I'm excited for the future of our city. I'm excited for the future of theater and for the future of acting coming about of Shreveport, Louisiana. Um, this means a lot to me because as a working artist, I get to see people who I work with, who I've seen with, who I've been inspired by, doing all of these great things. So congratulations to you guys. And got to get you guys out here to check out these books because you know I love to promote these books. Coming full circle. The revised edition. Coming full circle to Marriage, Money, and Mayhem. I have sold out of The Confessions of a Conceited Drama King, which is my first book of poetry, but you can also find it at Amazon.com. My second book of poetry, Catching Up With Me, and my third book of poetry, Quarantine Quest. All available right now at Amazon.com. Just type search Jarius, J-R-A-Y-I-S-D-E-Y-O-N-D. And you can check out the books over on Amazon.com as well at Agora Borealis at 421 Lake Street, downtown Shreveport. Tell them that Jarius sent you. Love you guys. Uh, also, 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 y'all can check out more episodes of A Little Tea Time. If you did not catch this episode tonight, you can catch it on YouTube at Jared with A Little Tea Time. Also, you can check the shows out on Spotify with Jared with A Little Tea Time on Spotify. Um, also, check out Grade A Grub, which is a show that I'm a part of also on YouTube. It's G-R-A-D-E-A-Y-E, Grub, G 
R-U-B. So you can check out Great A Grub also on YouTube. And as I say after every single show, opportunities knocking, you matter. Let's build and go higher Shreveport. And remember to be great on purpose and not by accident. The future is now. I am Jarek, a.k.a. J-R-U-C, your host of A Little Tea Time and your favorite published author's favorite published author. Again, shout out to my guest, Mr. Jason Woods, coming through tonight. Until the next episode of A Little Tea Time, you guys stay well, be well, love you guys. I'm out of here. Hi, Mom. I love you. Good night.